for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. God is good all the time, all the time God is good. Welcome to Living Life. Yesterday we saw that the entire nation of Israel were mourning over their sins in Bakim. And God was reminding them of how God set the entire nation free from the bond of slavery through the blood of the Lamb. It was mere grace. What Israel had to do was first, turning away from their sins. Second, trusting the blood of the Lamb. Lastly, teaching this amazing grace to their children and children's children. Unfortunately, they did not teach their children how to live according to God's command. So Joshua died in age of 110, and all the godly people in Joshua's generation died as well. Now the new generation of Israel rose, and today we're going to see how the new generation lived their life in the Promised Land. Let's read today's passage. Judges chapter 2, verses 11 through 23. Then the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord and served the Baals. They forsook the Lord, the God of their ancestors who had brought them out of Egypt, they followed and worshipped various gods of the peoples around them. They arose the Lord's anger because they forsook him and served Baal and the Ashtoreths. In his anger against Israel, the Lord gave them into the hands of raiders who plundered them. He sold them into the hands of their enemies all around whom they were no longer able to resist. Whenever Israel went out to fight, the hand of the Lord was against them to defeat them just as he had sworn to them. They were in great distress. Then the Lord raised up judges who saved them out of the hands of these raiders. Yet they would not listen to their judges, but prostituted themselves to other gods and worshipped them. They quickly turned from the ways of their ancestors who had been obedient to the Lord's commands. Whenever the Lord raised up a judge for them, he was with the judge and saved them out of the hands of their enemies as long as the judge lived. For the Lord relented because of their groaning under those who oppressed and afflicted them. But when the judge died, the people returned to ways even more corrupt than those of their ancestors. Following other gods and serving and worshipping them, they refused to give up their evil practices and stubborn ways. Therefore the Lord was very angry with Israel and said, Because this nation has violated the covenant I ordained for their ancestors and has not listened to me, I will no longer drive out before them any of the nations Joshua left when he died. I will use them to test Israel and see whether they will keep the way of the Lord and walk in it as their ancestors did. The Lord had allowed those nations to remain. He did not drive them out at once by giving them into the hands of Joshua. Welcome back to Living Life. Today's passage is a summary of the entire book of Judges. In today's passage, we will see a cycle of Israelites' conduct 
which has four stages. First, the people of Israel rebel. Second, God disciplines them. Third, the people of Israel call to God, and God delivers them. Fourth, they rebel again and fall into deeper sin. This cycle of with, uh, with four stages repeats over and over again throughout this book. Let's look at the stage number one. Let's read verses 11 through 13. Then the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord and served the Baals. They forsook the Lord, the God of their ancestors, who had brought them out of Egypt. They followed and worshipped various gods of the people around them. They arose the Lord's anger uh, because they forsook him and served Baal and the Ashtaroth. The first stage is that the people of Israel rebelled against God. How did they do this? In verse 11 through 13, they served and worshipped the Canaanite, Canaanite gods, namely Baals and Ashtaroth. Baal is a male god. Ashtaroth is a female god. Ashtaroth represents Mother Earth, the goddess of fertility. Canaanite religion is very concrete and practical. It was a matter of survival economics. In an agrarian society, everything depends on good harvest, right? So the aim of religion was to produce fertility by means of worship and hard work. Doesn't it sound very familiar to us? Worshipping Baal and Ashtaroth were not mere bowing down before the statues and wishing good luck. No, it was worshipping money, prosperity, and success, which is the god of our economy, by doing hard work. Why do all parents try to send their kids to great school? Why all the students are studying so hard? Why are we working so hard day and night? Why people are crazy about buying bitcoins and stocks and real estate? Because we are also serving the gods of prosperity. Are we different than the people of Israel who worship Baal and Ashtaroth? Let's see the second stage of the cycle. Let's read verses 14 and 15. In his anger against Israel, the Lord gave them into the hands of raiders who plundered them. He sold them into the hands of their enemies all around, whom they were no longer able to resist. Whenever Israel went out to fight, the hand of the Lord was against them to defeat them. Just as he had sworn to them, they were in great distress. Verse 13 starts like this. In his anger against Israel, God was not angry against Canaanites who were living in sin who were spreading the sin. No, God was angry with his people. God is not angry with non-believers, bad criminals who are living in sin. No, they are already lost. But God is angry with Christians who compromise and worship this world, loving this world more than God himself, loving money, fame, and pleasure, even safety of this world more than God. And look what happens to those who worship idols, Verse 14 continued to say it like this. He sold them into the hands of their enemies all around. And these enemies are the very people whose gods Israel has cho chosen to serve. When Israel worshipped the god of Ammon and Moab, so they became slaves of Ammon and Moab. If they worshipped the gods of Philistines, they became slaves of Philistines. 
That means if we worship money, we will be slaves of money. If we worship worldly success, we will be slave of the worldly success. Let's take a look at the stage number three. Let's read verse 16. Then the Lord raised up judges who saved them out of the hands of these raiders. It was the people of Israel who worshiped idols of Canaanites and became slaves of Canaanites. It was their own fault, but our God is compassionate and gracious God with full of mercy. He sends rescuer, judges, when people are suffering because of, because of their sin and cry out for help. Judges save Israel in their suffering and pain. Let's see the last stage of the cycle, the stage number four. Let's read verse 17. Yet they would not listen to their judges, but prostituted themselves to other gods and worshipped them. They quickly turned from the ways of their ancestors who had been obedient to the Lord's commands. As soon as the people of Israel are rescued from their suffering, they are again running after idols around them. Sadly, we see this kind of life pattern in our lives. For instance, we worship idols of education, and we try to send our kids to the best school. We push them harder and harder. We say, study, study, study. That's, why we say to, that's what we say to our kids, and we expect them to be a good and smart Christian student. Unfortunately, so many of our children drop out uh, from the school because of the uh, uh, stress. Or if they succeed and go to best colleges, eventually they walk away from God. Education became our idols, but God is gracious and merciful. He sends helpers, judges, rescuers. But we always go back to deeper sins. That's the reason why God has sent the ultimate judge, who is Christ Jesus. He died for you and me on the cross of Calvary and saved us for good. There is no turning back. Therefore, the Bible says, Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let's hold on to Jesus Christ, our ultimate Savior. That is the only way that we are saved forever. Let me ask you a few questions. How have you seen the judges cycle in your life? And what are the things that you love more than God? Let's pray. Dear God, we are like the people of Israel. We run after idols of this world and we fall. When you rescue us, we worship again idols of this world. Lord, free us from this bad cycle through your precious blood of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer.